welcome to the Perspective Podcast, the show that explores the power of perspective in transforming our lives, especially in the face of challenges. I'm Kelsey. And I'm Luke. And we are your podcast hosts. Life has a way of throwing curveballs at us. But what if we told you that the way we perceive these challenges could make all the difference? Get ready to challenge your assumptions, broaden your horizons, and embark on a journey of self-discovery. It's time to elevate your perspective and unlock a world of possibilities. Welcome to The Perspective Podcast, where we believe that every challenge, there is an opportunity to change the way we see, think, and live. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to The Perspective Podcast. Um, I'm Kelsey, and I'm joined here with Luke today. This is our second episode on this podcast, and we're super excited about this topic. Um, Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about embracing change and how that ultimately can lead to personal growth. We'll talk through what change means to us. We'll also talk through different um, aspects of change or things, steps to make change a little bit more comfortable for you. But the moral of the story, honestly, change is uncomfortable. It always will be. But in order to kind of um, alleviate that or kind of move forward through it uh, is ultimately what's going to lead to personal growth. Yeah, I think just... uh kind of rehashing why we're doing this podcast. And, um, you know, if you listen to the first episode, um, and obviously the name gives it away, but we're hoping that we can share and kind of impart some knowledge uh, about our perspective and what we've gone through uh, over the years. And we're hoping today's topic is helpful for those that listen. Uh, We got a decent amount of people listening to the first episode, so I think kind of excited to see where things go from here mm-hmm. and uh, talk about, you know, the, like you said, change today and how that can uh, impact us. Yeah. So when, um, actually, let's go right into the definition of change. So the definition of change is to undergo transformation, transition, or substitution. So when I think of change, there's two words that come to mind, and it's growth and opportunity. Growth, the growth part of it, um, will change ultimately allows us to change the people that we are meant to become or change into the people that we're meant to become when we avoid that because it makes us uncomfortable or hindering our ability to grow as a person. So when you are challenged with um, some sort of change in your life or an opportunity for change and you kind of get that pit in your stomach, that's because you're uncomfortable. But ultimately, if you think about the positives that could come out of that situation, I do think um, pushing through and getting to that change is, is important. Uh, I also think of opportunity. So when you're open to the thought of change and let it become a common thing in your life, you'll be amazed at the opportunity that presents itself. Um, You're okay going outside of your comfort zone, whether that be giving a presentation at work or going to the gym for the first time or moving to a new new city. Uh, Change is uncomfy, but it allows us to unlock skills or do something we never thought possible. And I I personally think that's liberating. Uh, For me, presentation, presenting in front of groups of people absolutely scares the shit out of me. Um, But I've had a lot of opportunities to do that with my position um, that I'm in right now. And I honestly think I'm a better professional because of it. But it took me going past that like gut feeling of like, I don't want to do it. Please don't let me do it type thing to get to where I am now professionally. Luke has um, some experience with me crying the night, the day before <laughs> me giving the presentation. Yeah, and that's obviously something that you are more uncomfortable with. Um, I'm and Luke is like a pro at. So when we did our first podcast, 
I was like shaky nervous. I don't know why, because we're literally talking in a room with each other, <laughs> but he's just, he's a lot better at it. No, I mean, I think it just, yeah, it's all on what your comfort level is. Um, and that kind of leads me into what my idea of change is, is just uncomfortable because I think so many times that you go through change, people get uncomfortable. Like, I mean, being uncomfortable is a big part of why people don't do things. Um, like if someone, you ask someone to say, hey, you know, go up to a random stranger and ask them, you know, for $5 or I don't know, whatever, something stupid. Like people aren't going to do it because it's going to make them uncomfortable. They don't want to talk to strangers. Um, public speaking, I mean, you know, and you, a bunch of different things you can name. Like people don't want to do those things because they're uncomfortable. Like if I said, hey, get in that elevator and, you know, stare at the person next to you. Like that's, I mean, the, these awkward things that people use as social experiments, right, to kind of mess with people. But it a, it's funny, but what I'm getting at is like, we're very uncomfortable outside of our skin. We're uncomfortable doing things that aren't our routine, that aren't what we're used to, that aren't in our little circle or a bubble. Um, and even if you're someone that, you know, maybe you live in a big city and maybe you don't have this little bubble of a life, but maybe you just have your your routine and what you're used to doing and you like certain stores and you like certain places and you get your coffee at certain places, but the minute things change, you get uncomfortable. And that's for me, what I've learned over my years is that I've lived in five different states. Uh, and throughout that time, change happens. And I've never really been uncomfortable. I'm very fortunate that I've been able to adapt to those things. But a lot of people hear that and they're like, oh, that I wouldn't be able to handle that he, change. Luke is very much so like a, yep, let's leave tomorrow type of person where I'm like, uh, let's think through this just a little bit. Like the whole moving to a different place or whatever makes me so much more uncomfortable than it does Luke because he's lived there, lived so many different places. Whereas I was born and raised in Iowa. So I just like, okay, I'll stay in Iowa. Yeah, but <laughs> so I'm still working on stuff too. But, but again, I think it's, it's, it's just a matter of, I mean, we're all born and raised someplace. And at some point, either we are, we move by choice or we're forced to move. And um, I moved by choice and then you do it once and it gets easier and gets easier. And that's kind of yeah. with change is, is it doesn't have to be, yeah. yeah, it doesn't have to be moving. It can be no matter what we're doing, the more you do it, the easier it gets. And the more back to the word, instead of uncomfortable, the more comfortable you get. Um, and it's going to get easier. It's just, again, it's like talking to strangers, it's whatever those things are. Um, that's all part of it. And so change in my mind, change is good. Um, doesn't mean it's always good. Doesn't mean there's never a time that it's not good, but for the most part, I, I think it's going to make you better. And there's a lot of reasons that I think change should happen in our lives. And, um, maybe again, not to a certain point, like when COVID happened, you know, COVID was crappy, but at first it was good for us because we had to change a little bit and you know we had to think about our personal space <laughs> and germs and like those are things that we should be thinking about we just didn't so at first it was good it got old and there's a lot of other things you can go into why it wasn't fun because obviously you know lost a lot of lives and all the terrible things that it affected but again at, at first there's nothing wrong with that you know nothing wrong with maybe spending more time at home <laughs> you yeah. know call i mean i facetimed a bunch of my friends for a while that you know i never used to do like there was some positive that come of that, you know, um, and I think that's important. That's why I think I'll kind of end my tangent on this, but that's why I think uh, living in the Midwest, living in the Midwest, that uh, 
the seasons are so good because the seasons bring change. Mm -hmm. And with change, your life changes, um, obviously. So like, it's good for us in the winter sometimes to spend more time at home and maybe we're, you know, cuddled up in a blanket. I like the routine of winter more than I do summer. I feel like summertime I get so out of routine, and I, I'm a but very. The summer is also person. good too because, because then you do something yeah, different. Yeah, you can be outside and enjoy the sun. And then there's the, the the middle part of you know spring and fall. So that change is good, um, you know. And again, it forces us to do other things. If don't get me wrong, we've talked about moving, and I'm sure we'll continue to talk about it maybe on the podcast of things that Kelsey and I have discussed in, in our lives. But we're both open to moving to a very warm place. So. If 75 and sunny was at 365 days of the year, like I wouldn't be mad. I but, would love it just because I can be active right. outside all the but time. But again, change is also really good. Um, and uh, and that's, again, why why seasons and all that stuff is important. So anyway, that's kind of my my take on that with uh, the idea of uh, it being good because it makes us uncomfortable. Yeah, I think like if you think of life in general, you think about where you're at right now you had to change somehow to get to where you're at right now. So getting used to the idea or the thought that, yeah, life is changing constantly. Like it's inevitable. It's going to happen. So the more you embrace that change, not necessarily easier that comes, but the more, the better outlook, the better perspective that you have on change. So I just, yeah, from young to now, I mean, everything's kind of changing. And I think as you get older, those changes maybe are a, a lot they are a lot bigger than when you're younger so it just seems bigger but you're growing as a person slowly to lead you into adulthood feeling good and I mean there's always you're never gonna I just listened or I had a meeting in uh at work and there was a speaker that talked about you're never done knowing yourself there's always going to be change in your life so the more you embrace it the better off you are the better the less stressed you are in your life too yeah. 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 I agree. So we're going to talk about a little, um, a few steps to embrace change. Um, I'm going to let Luke kind of open up on this one because he's huge with it, with his guys at, um, his university that he coaches at. So the first step, I guess, is adopt a growth mindset. So I'll let you kind of take that away. Yeah. I think I mentioned growth mindset on the last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, Basically, growth, I mean, there's two different types of mindset. There's fixed and growth. And growth is the idea that um, we're never done changing uh, and nothing's set in stone. Like, we can always get better. We can always learn. We can always find ways to improve. Um, And I think a lot of times people think, well, you know, I can only be so smart. Like, I can't go from average person to rocket scientist. And, yeah, I mean, at a point, you're right. Um, You know, I think... That's a big thing that, you know, we can only control so much, but at the same time, our mind is so powerful. And if we adopt this growth mindset, then our life and our outlook is going to be way different because all of a sudden things turn from, uh, you know, challenges and failures to opportunities. And we embrace those things. And all of a sudden things get easier because your mind changes throughout how you perceive it. Um, Going back to perception, um, you know, like, that's a huge part of that is, you know, I'm not perceiving things as uh, bad things. I'm perceiving them as opportunities to grow. Um, and that sounds kind of like cheesy. And in the sports world, the world that I live in, like we're always trying to find ways to get better. Um, so that's helpful. Um, but I think something that people think about is, oh, either, you know, either you're good, at it, you're good at it or you're not, which again, there's a gray area there. And then the second thing would be 
um, growth mindset, you know, means that, oh, you're always being positive. That's true to a point. Positivity is going to help, um, but it's not just being positive. There's more to it, like I just talked about. Um, and I think that's probably the biggest thing. So, yeah, it's really about finding ways that you can improve, understanding that your abilities aren't set in stone, um, and knowing that you're in control of all those things. And having that growth mindset can really make a world of difference when you go through change. Because, again, you're looking at things in a positive way. Um, it's not that, oh, shoot, you know, I moved to a new place. I don't have any friends now. Um, now it's, you know, the challenges I can better myself. I can learn more about myself and I could maybe, you know, become better the next time around because now I'm in a new place. And I kind of get to start over, um, you know, and you look for different things and maybe you, you know, find new opportunities or new hobbies or you're in a different environment. I mean, there's all kinds of different ways to look at it um, in the positive way, as opposed to the fixed mindset, which is very much, you know, oh, this sucks. You know, woe is me, you know, not fair. Um, it's really cold here, you know, et cetera. Yeah. Does that kind of make sense? Yeah, that does. Um, also, I just I feel like um, with going off of like the myths that you talked about within the growth mindset is like you either have it or you don't or growth mindset means being positive all the time. I think people have this weird uh, perspective of what a growth mindset is and they think that um, it's this bubbly, sunshiny type of place that people are in and they're never in that fixed mindset. Like for me, I'm constantly working on trying to view things in a better light. One, because it has just a better impact on my overall well-being, my anxiety, my stress and stuff like that. But it doesn't mean that I'm perfect. I, I feel like a lot of people perceive that people are that say they have the growth mindset. They may have growth mindset in certain aspects of their life, but in other aspects of their life, it's it could be fixed, you know, so just kind of recognizing that the aspects that you are in that fixed mindset and trying to switch gears to have more of an opportunistic approach yeah, you, to it. You're always, you're always working towards it. I mean, yeah, very few people can stay in growth mindset all the time. Um, part of that's recognizing it, like you said. Um, part of it's understanding that, you know, it's hard and things are hard and it's hard to stay in a growth mindset all the time and it's easy to slip into that fixed mindset but recognizing it changing it kind of you know reassessing and then going back to you know thinking how you want is a big part of that and it's just practice it's like anything it takes mm -hmm. practice to improve some of those things um and yeah i mean i preach it all the time but i'm not great about it always um and it's really hard even when i know i should be doing it i still struggle doing it like in my mind i, I know yeah. that it, but it's because we're human and that's just what it means um and again it takes a lot of practice and it's really hard um and that's okay there's nothing wrong with that um but i'd like to think i live a little bit more in the middle i don't want to be so fixed you know but i can't say i'm always embracing all the challenges in the world you know i think i'm um, somewhere in the middle too so yeah so that's a little bit about growth growth mindset and kind of how that can help you when you're approaching change in your life looking at it more as an opportunistic type of approach rather than well i can't do that i'm not good at speaking in public i'm not good at talking to a stranger yada yada so um the second thing we're going to talk about is setting clear goals um, when you set clear goals for yourself, it'll allow you to push yourself outside of that comfort zone to reach the specific goal. So say for me, um, I 
wanted to start. So I want to start a fitness page three years ago. I started the fitness page, but then that required for me to um, work through like building content on that page. I needed to get comfortable with recording in public. And I used to record my phone like propped up on my hydro jug. And then when people would come in, I'd like scurry to like get the phone away, you know? And then uh, I now I freaking pull out a big tripod and looks like giving me a look right now. You guys can't see it, but I pull out a big tripod and he always gives me crap because the tripod comes with me everywhere. But um, when you set a clear goal, so I started that fitness page. Um, that is the main goal. There's steps to that. And those steps to that are what's going to make you uncomfortable. But if you're really set on that that end goal, I think your motivation behind reaching it is a little bit more and you're more willing to go out of your comfort zone. Um, I also think that when you're setting clear goals, actually writing them out and physically seeing them each day is super helpful. So um, whether you journal every day and you rewrite them or you write them out and you have them somewhere that you're at all the time, all the time, or like you're there at least once during the day. So um, the kitchen or the bedroom mirror or your bathroom mirror, things like that. But something else that also helps me is when I have a, a goal set in mind, I like to do like visualization with it. So if I have a goal of reaching uh, or working with a certain company on uh, a certain brand with a clothing company or something, I will close my eyes and actually visualize like what me like wearing their clothes and working with them to then get me more excited about what's to come and what I hope to come. And then it also sets me up to like do the uncomfy things that maybe I wouldn't be as comfortable with if I didn't have like that end goal in mind. Does that make sense? Yeah. I mean, I think like you talked about, you've, at first you were uncomfortable with recording yourself. I absolutely and, hated it. Sometimes I still don't really like it. But now you're more comfortable, you know, and that's, but that was change, you know, and, um, yeah, I, mean, I think there's a lot of things that have, I mean, there's things in our lives that have changed since we've been dating, you know, um, like through, I mean, you went, you started, when we started dating, you had 27,000 followers. Now you have 122. And Luke almost like had damn near a stroke when I told him I had 27. He was like, what? You 27? And then he like looked it up. And yeah, like, 27,000 oh is a lot of people. I don't, no, I can't even, yeah. <laughs> That's a lot. And uh, yeah, now we're well over that. So, um, but yeah, it, it, but again, it's, it's change. And with that, I mean, we could talk about relationships, even with the change and like, you know, you moved in, you know, the start of this year and that's mm -hmm. change. And, you know, a lot of this stuff sometimes easier, especially when you love someone like, you know, some of that makes it simpler, you know, it's not, it's not bad change at all. That's all good change. So maybe we're not as uncomfortable, but um yeah, I mean, all those things come back to, you know, finding reasons to do it and getting okay doing it. And, uh, and then all of a sudden it becomes kind of part of your life. And then here you are, you know, you know, excited exploring different, you know, things with companies and, you know, and, mm -hmm. and, and getting doing a, a podcast that I never thought I would ever do. Yeah. 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 Again, it's, and it's all part of change. You know? Right. Yeah. Pushing yourself beyond the limits to grow as a person. Much. I think I think the quick piece of advice for all that that comes to mind is like I think so many times people again want to do something are worried about change are scared of change or just uncomfortable with it and I think there's nothing wrong with starting small there's nothing wrong with you know taking baby steps but at the same time 
at some point you're going to have to do it. You just have to like do it. Like, yeah. And, and you don't need to like people say, Oh, you got to fail, you know, you got to, you know, fail forward. You got to fail to you know, learn about like all these different things, which is kind of true. But um, at some point it's going to become second nature. And then you're going to wonder why you ever were scared of it, you know, and it just, you just got to start. And that sounds so cliche and so like simple. Um, but I really don't think there's any other, advice or any other secret to do it is like and i'm gonna i'm not saying like oh you can start a fortune 500 company tomorrow just start you know just baby steps like sure everything started somewhere but at the same time i mean just the basic things of like oh i want to get out of my comfort zone i want to do this i want to approach that person at work you know Um, i want to get better at talking to um you know my boss or whatever um like those things like you just got to try it a little bit and you work your way into it um and that's, I mean, I, you've talked about public speaking for you. I mean, for me, mm-hmm. I'm social and I'm okay talking, but I recruit high school kids for a living and I've been doing it so long that it's like second nature to me, Talk but it wasn't, strangers. it wasn't easy. I mean, I wasn't uncomfortable, but like it was a little hard at first, but I just had, didn't have a choice and I just started doing it, you know, and I'm glad it happened that way. So anyway, that's just kind of a little bit more of my, my you know viewpoint on it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, um, The two things we've talked about so far is the growth mindset. So adopting a growth mindset, you want to set clear goals. And then the third thing is practicing gratitude and journaling. Uh, This is something that early on in my, like, I guess, I hate the word journey, to be honest, but in my journey as like being on Instagram and doing fitness and stuff like that is I used to, I I do now, but I I did back then as well, journal and just put, um, things down on paper. I think there's something to be said about writing your thoughts out on paper. I truly do believe it's like a dump from your mind because for me, I'm constantly like thinking, 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 whether that's at work or if that's what I'm going to do for content for my page, things like that, or just like just regular day-to-day stuff. So uh, practicing gratitude allows you to put things into perspective. So just writing down like three things, three things that you're grateful for. It can be as simple as like, I think I've put like butterflies on there. Like I'm grateful for butterflies because there's like butterflies in our landscaping the other day. And I was just pretty and kind of a cool moment. And I was like, it's, I mean, when you start doing that, you start noticing little things in life that are just beautiful that you maybe take for granted if you're just walking, like just going through life, you know? Um, but if you're, if you're scared of jumping out of your comfort zone or experiencing change in your life, it's important to show gratitude because that ultimately, um, you're showing gratitude towards those positive things. And I just, I challenge you guys to journal at least three things that you're grateful for each night. If that's all that you're doing, um, that's perfectly okay. And then work into adding a little bit more. Like I've done, um, affirmations about myself, like working on, just like speaking to myself better, whether that's in my head or, um, out loud, or when I look in the mirror, things like that. Like, I think it just puts a lot of things into perspective. What's your thoughts on gratitude and journaling? Cause you don't really do, I mean, you don't journal a whole lot, but you did say you, you journaled in the past, right? Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, the gratitude thing for sure, that's huge. We talked about in one of the classes I teach, uh, about that and just how, how impactful it can be when you start realizing all the things you're grateful for, you're going to start acting grateful. Mm-hmm. You're going to start treat, treating people better because you're thankful and you're understanding and you're more living in the moment of 
you know, I know, I know what you're doing for me. I know how this is affecting me. Thank you. You know, and that you're going to show that kind of a day-to-day basis. So, yeah, I think the gratitude stuff, whether you physically tell someone you're, you're, you know, thanking them, whether you're, you're writing it down, whether you're writing them a note, whether you're texting them, like those kind of things I think are huge. Um, yeah, journaling, I don't have as much experience with. Um, and I would say that, but your note, like you like jot down notes and stuff when you're like, oh, yeah. Yeah. planning things for yeah. the team and whatnot. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I, mean, I, I think that can go a lot of different ways. I don't have as much experience with it. Um, I think for that, the best thing about journaling is that it can be whatever you want, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's kind of good. I mean, yeah. what, what do you, do you always have a, um, kind of a topic or you just write whatever you want? Uh, it just depends on the day. So I actually just, I started a journal accountability group, um, on Instagram with some of my followers on there and I will send out like different prompts for the week. So they'll do like three different sections for the week. Um, but I, and some of my girls, if you're listening to this, sometimes I'll do those prompts, but other times if I just need to like word dump onto the page, like I just have to do that, you know, cause it helps me clear my mind, especially cause I journal before bed. So, um, helps me clear my mind before bed because I've constantly, I feel like I'm constantly overthinking or just thinking about stuff like nonstop. And I have a really hard time shutting off my brain. Um, but especially when it comes to change, I guess, is when you are going through like a a change or like that kind of process in your life, getting those thoughts out on your, on a piece of paper and actually writing them out will help you like comprehend them or like articulate them a little bit better. Um, I always, yeah, I like, I guess that's kind of my thought process on change and journaling and stuff like that. And it's just a safe place for you to be authentically yourself. Like you're not planning for anybody to read it or, whatnot so you can say what you want to say without judgment because that's actually truly how you're feeling so yeah i mean there's a lot of research that shows that putting stuff down on paper does a lot for you like just journaling like five minutes a day or something yeah it's the same as even just like just like taking notes in class like you're gonna keep things are gonna stick in your head because you write it out same thing like what you just said like things are gonna to be easier to process if you write it out and again that process. I mean, like just your brain can kind of move past it or, or whatever, think through it, whatever, by writing it down, as mm-hmm. opposed to just keeping it in your brain and just spinning around in circles and it's just in your head and that's it. Um, putting on paper might allow you to make things easier. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, yeah, I think that kind of stuff's huge for sure. Okay. So we're going to go into the last kind of um, tip for you guys today. So we talked about adopting a growth mindset setting clear goals, practicing gratitude and journaling. And then the last one is going to be be confident and listen to yourself. I'm going to let you kind of take it away and introduce this one a little bit more. Um, yeah. I mean, I think for being confident, there's, and we talked about confidence in the last episode too. Um, and I think the betting on yourself is kind of what I wanted you to. Yeah. yeah. Um, there, there's a lot of things that play into confidence. You know, you, confidence is going to come from experiences. Um, and as a coach, you know, we talk about confidence with our guys, like you're going to become confident on the court or that coach volleyball um, by doing those things over and over again, because your mind and your body has learned that you can do it. And so once you physically do it, like it's, if you put me on ice skates and ask me to go play hockey, I'm going to be very unconfident because I've never done it before. Um, you know, but confidence is built by doing over and over and over again. Um, and so I think when you start 
doing things successfully, that confidence goes up. Um, and that's kind of just like what Kelsey said, you betting on yourself because the more you try it, the more you do it, the more you're like, okay, I know I could do this. I've done it once. I could do it again. I've done it once, you know, mm-hmm. twice. I could do it again. Um, and that's when it kind of comes through like with life decisions and just anything that you go through is like, if you know, you've done something like that before, or you know, you can do something like that or have experienced similar things or whatever, you know, it's like, I assume with, I don't know, we don't have kids. But with parents, like we've had one kid, we could probably have a second one because we've done it once already, you know, mm-hmm. um, that kind of stuff. So, yeah, I, mean, I think there's a lot of, you know, listening to your gut and knowing that you can do it. And once you have confidence, then at some point you'll figure it out. You know, you just kind of have to go for it. Yeah. So for those of you who don't know, I mean, Luke, Luke um, went to school. He got a teaching degree, was a PE teacher, and then ended up being a, co- a collegiate volleyball coach. And part of that, like when he was moving around and different stuff like that, and I can let you talk about it too, but he had to make kind of tough decisions based on, I mean, he'd been moving to a completely different place, was getting paid like nothing, but he was betting on himself because he knew that he could be a good coach eventually and knew he wanted to get that kind of experience from the coach that was there. So uh, talk a little bit about that and like your thought process when you were going from school to school and whatnot. Yeah, I, I think I knew that if I put what I needed to put into the work, then like you said, it would pay off for me. And then I was able to start a program here, which is a pretty cool opportunity and we've been really successful. And so, um, yeah, I think you, I knew that if I did the right things, which in my mind, the right things were, you know, pouring into my job, pouring into being a a learner, having a growth mindset, those types of things. Like I knew if I did all that stuff and made the most of my opportunities, um, then I would be successful. And that's kind of why I was okay taking pay cuts. And I had to live in a dorm one time when I was working on school. Um, I actually went from making $7,500 to taking a pay cut to making only $5,000, which is incredibly sad to say. <laughs> um, and then I even passed up opportunities at, when I was at that one school living in a dorm, an opportunity to get a $30,000 raise at another, another school and I turned it down. Um, so, I mean, those are things that for me, I wanted to, like I said, bet on myself. I knew that if I did the right things and and stayed in the right positions, then it would all pay off and it kind of has. Um, so yeah, that's kind of just a little bit of, of how that worked out for me. But yeah, it's, it's difficult and it's hard. It's hard to not listen to other people and not take into account money and other things like that and, and stay the course. Um, but for me, it kind of worked out and, and I just, I believe believe that uh you know if you're really truly doing things uh you know for the right reasons and um you know why you're doing it then you're gonna be okay yeah i agree um i had taken a quote from one of my favorite favorite fitness lifestyle influencers if you're not following her you should she has like a million different things going on but she's amazing and just like a, a ray of light in the fitness industry world and just lifestyle in general Sarah's Day is her name. That's the intro that I'm giving to her. Um, Sarah Tills is actually her name, but she goes like her like brand is Sarah's Day. But she always says, act confident and no one question you. No one will question you because ultimately, like no one knows if you're not confident by yourself. You're the only one feeling those feelings of less than or whatnot. So if you're wanting to wear the fun, bright color, because those are the colors that you like or whatever, I say, go for it. Like no one's, I mean, people might have their judgments, but screw them. Like, if you're confident and embrace like 
either acting confident. I think it, it'll eventually transfer into like actual confidence and then you'll just be like, yeah, I can do this or starting a fitness page. Like just go for it because you're the only one that knows that you're uncomfy. Um, so just ultimately just fake it till you make it. So, um, that brings us to the end of this episode. Uh, I just want to leave you with that change is inevitable. So just embrace it. We're rooting for you and we hope you are rooting for you. Um, and we will catch you guys next time.